Great news, everyone. Fictional Reality is now able to offer a discount at checkout for an awesome virtual tabletop program that we have used for years, even before the podcast began. It's called Arkenforge. We have mentioned it time and time again on the show for its easy-to-use map-making, ambience and sound effect integration, and even its campaign tracking aspects. And now we can really spread the love to you. Use keyword FICREAL, that's F-I-C-R-E-A-L, at checkout and save yourself some gold. At arkenforge.com, they offer a 30-day free trial and have deals on bundles happening all the time. Treat yourself and your players to some high-quality audio visuals, whether you're in the deep, dark dungeon, sloshing your way through slimy sewers, visiting bustling city streets, sailing the high seas, cruising a neon metropolis, navigating the stars, or surviving the wasteland. You can make fiction a reality with Arkenforge. So don't hesitate to go see for yourself, and remember to use keyword FICREAL before checking out, and tell them Brackish and Haplo sent you. Welcome back to Brackish and Haplo's Fictional Reality. I'm Haplo of Samsara, Assassin to the Stars. And I'm the Bruiser Brackish Camp. And we are excited to get into the second session of, what's his name again? Duper Pulowski. <laughs> oh, jeez. Tell us about Duper real quick. <laughs> well, uh, he lost his parents when he was really young and kind of just made his way... Probably getting help from, like, I haven't actually fully fledged out his backstory yet, but probably getting help from random people along the way. But being as it was such a traumatic event, he doesn't really recall it all anyway, so it kind of kind of plays in that we'll just fill that in kind of as we go. Yeah, yeah. Developing all that stuff. Yeah, so he's, yeah, this young wastelander that uh, we've thrust into a Canadian wasteland. And if you've listened to the first episode, he already ran into a bit of trouble. He's constantly running into trouble. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the stick here. But uh, we're uh, getting into the next scene, if you will, of Duper Pulaski. But before we do, uh, how, how, what we, is there anything else we wanted to talk about? Like we've been, I mean, just for him, I think uh, like, as we're still t- talking about him, um, I think his thing is like, he, he would like a group that he could trust to hang out with, but he has a lot of trouble uh, trusting anybody that comes towards him. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to take some some good charisma to get him to get over his shit. Yeah. Awesome. So with Duper Pulowski, let's, uh, let's get into it. Get straight into it. Don't fuck around on this one, I guess. Hey, I Sounds good to me. I don't know if to warm up with anything, but... We just finished fighting dogs. <laughs> That's right. So after Duper has fended off three... I think it was three, three or four mongrels that were chasing him for a long, long time across the wasteland, the prairie of the wasteland. This is rural uh, wasteland Alberta, if you will. So I don't know if in the future these sorts of uh, locations have renamed themselves over time. Would you imagine like provinces just melding, right? And never really becoming this or that anymore. Because there's no government or nothing. Nobody owns anything. Mm -hmm. You just take it. So in like the rural zones of 
Alberta. Of Alberta. <laughs> in and around Dedmonton, the city of Dedmonton, which um, maybe one day the stream content and this content will merge, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of fun. But That'd you, be neat. You, I imagine you in the the southwest zone, if you will, uh, from Dedmonton. If you go southwest from Dedmonton. Calmar. You, Calmar, is B, yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds made up. Well, everything's made up there. Yeah, technically, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, if you can imagine yourself in that space, um, quite a ways out actually from the city still, and you're making your way. And there's like clusters of forested area. At least there is now, as this radiation has sunk into the soil and maybe sprouted up things that are unnaturally not there. The climate has changed. Giant pieces of wheat and canola yeah, are like oh, tree size now. Yeah, the yeah. fucking forest. Is not a forest at all, but a giant cornfield or some shit, wheat field. And so you made your way to, you found shelter at a flatbed truck of dupe of Pulaski, I said almost duper Pulaski, <laughs> of Pulaski Preservation Chambers, a, a shelter that you know and love quite well. It's, it's probably, I mean, in my mind, and it served you time and time again, maybe even growing up. How do you feel about that aspect. Oh, for sure. And like the fact that it's part of his name, it's like one of the things that, you know, maybe like he reflects, you can see him like sitting in his little chamber right now in the back of that truck. And he's like looking at his dad's glasses as he remembers after they were gone a little bit. And just knowing that he was told to run and he ran and hid in one of these chambers when his parents were attacked. Yeah. Yeah. And just the trauma coming out of that as a kid, he doesn't remember anything, doesn't remember who he is, that that real, real trauma. Right. And so he just called himself Pulowski because yeah. <laughs> he could read it off the side of this thing. Yeah. Old enough to read, but all, all, ultimately old, old enough to be super traumatized by losing his family. Yeah. One of those traumas that like you block out yeah. eventually, either eventually or shortly after the actual happening. <laughs> yeah. Just like, now I just got to go, go, I'm go. I'm Pulowski. Yeah. So with this session, with this scene that we're breaking into, we ended the last one with you leaving that that truck and you're making your way into the forest proper uh, ahead of you with a death claw roaring in the distance. Oh, just yeah. Kind of adding to the, the ominous effect of the, this area that you uh, are in. So we we enter this scene with Duper approaching this forest proper. Um, how would you like to proceed to it? It's got gnarly spruce trees because uh, we do get clusters of forest forests with a, a quotation floating quotations, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they're they're not very huge. But this one, I was hearing the roar. Like I remember, like it, it was so uh, intense. I didn't know where it was. Is yeah, that kind of yeah, how it was? It was? I wasn't a, sure where it was. More of a flavor to the ominous effects here. And I mean, like he's been around enough. He knows what that is. And he knows it's not in his capacity to just go and fight that thing either. Right. Um, so he'd definitely be uh, walking on eggshells, like, 
trying to be as quiet as possible, but still moving with a bit of haste. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We've established, too, that you are looking for a better life for yourself. Yeah. And that's why you've, I'm almost imagining you migrating up from Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> I think now, I think in the future it's called Cowtown. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> for all you Edmonton fans, that, that should ring proper. <laughs> <laughs> so you've traveled quite far to get to this point, and now you're moving through this landscape to try and reach a town that I believe the town was called St. Alberto's. You're, you're reaching, you're trying to reach the northwest uh, area of, of Edmonton where you uh, have contacts that are going to hook you up with supplies and things you're going to need to travel farther north because you've heard that that's the safest place to be in this day and age. So you have a long ways to go and travel and anything can happen, but you have to pass through this uh, forested area instead of diverging through some long-winded area to, like, try and stay safe. You don't even know at this point. This is a strange area. You haven't even been to this, this part of the wastes before, so it's all new to you. But with this forest met in front of you, taking your time and cautiously entering these gnarled trees topped with uh, not much for leaves, I'll say, as you can hear all manner of uh, scurrying critters through it. And we'll say it's not a dense forest, but it's a proper enough forest to really justify the word forest. You're, you could get lost here. You're not sure how big it is. And all manner of critters and buzzing noises and bugs still exist here. But What time of day is it? So that the time that you're looking at is closer to dusk. And as you enter this forest, the... the What's left of the sun on the horizon is is quickly blocked out by by the surrounding trunks of trees and stuff. It's still illuminated enough to where it's not thwarting your vision too much, but it'll get there soon enough. I'm wondering if the sky is clear. The sky. Let's uh, let's roll for that because I have a little weather table. I didn't stump you yet. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> A weather table? That's new even for me. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so if you're wondering if the sky was clear, you go ahead and give me give me a D12, please. Oh, we don't have one. There you go. Does that fit? Maybe. Oh, it fits. Uh, in, nine. In the pipe of doom. <laughs> so the sky is, is clear, but only due to the extreme wind that has uh, stirred up in the past uh, okay. in the past a little bit here as you were approaching the forest you could feel the wind picking up and alberta is no stranger to wind you know especially in the southern st- uh, aspects of it but here all the same the, the climate is fucking around with everybody and de- debris starts to fly around like branches are breaking off the trees as this wind picks up into an extreme hazard for you in a, in a way because things are <laughs> falling in front of you and shit good job on the weather table <laughs> um yeah just like the the needles and stuff like pine needles and and stuff like that flying around you'd see him put on these oversized glasses uh, get get his vision back again <laughs> um and then because he can see like um, hoping he can use the North Star to travel north. Okay, so we're thinking that it wasn't quite late enough, though. He still had sunshine, yeah. but the wind is is building and, and okay. blowing through these trees faster and faster. 
using dusk to know where the sun is setting, he knows how to travel north, I would assume. Yeah, that would be safe enough to say. Um, So he would use that to keep going forwards. Other than that, yeah, just having that, uh, that 44 ready to go. With your 44 at your side, in your hands, loaded, ready to go, just in case you're quite used to, uh, challenging situations and you're always <laughs> seem to be ready and loaded i always now i'm just imagining this kid growing up to be somewhat of a psychotic where he's just <laughs> yeah. got the, you know those creeps that wear the glasses he's got the like, trauma and the lonely and like you know like the separation <laughs> yeah. anxieties and, and all gifted. that kind of shit. yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> he's, he's like, gonna be eating humans in no time at what he does <laughs> so we'll make our first roll of this session uh let's do a Survival endurance with a difficulty of three. Holy shit. We will start with an action point pool that will give me... You know what? Do you want to start just one and one since there's me and there's you? Or do you want to go like two and two or three and three? Oh, we could go one and one. Let's see how this works. I'm going to spend one right away. Okay. Spent one. Difficulty three. It is a tagged skill. With a seven and an eight, that gives me four successes. I need a three, I get one back. Now I have two. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) Let me put a pile over here in front of us. So, all right. Yeah, you needed three successes. You got four successes? Yeah, I got it. It's a tag skill for me, survival. Nice, nice. And a ten is what I was looking for. So, seven, eight. Putting the glasses oversized and what out act quite well from, uh, you know, keeping the dust out of your eyes, deflecting a bit, and you manage to, like, hunker behind a tree and look forward before, you know, moving a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. And uh, as the first 15 minutes go by, you are, the wind still just whipping through this space. You see, like, a cluster of uh, flying insects of what look like uh, to you, you would know them as bloat flies, as the mass of them are just fighting up against the wind before they give up and kind of land, and they land in some of this muck, a couple of them. Others keep manage to lift up again and fly, and, but they're like a cluster of like four or five of them just in the distance. Four or five. But a couple of them have got stuck in the mud. I'm going to, yeah, because I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, did, you did harvest some meat. You did harvest But I haven't cooked anything. Yeah, and you have, so we've established that you have a good amount of time uh, mechanically to wait before having to eat. And anytime you encounter stuff, yeah, you you can avoid, you can use luck as well to to do stuff for you. There's a few. stuck in the mud, I kind of want to see what this laser musket can do as well. Uh, What's the distance that they are away from me? Like a medium distance? I would think at this point between yeah they'd have to be at a medium like you can see them it's light enough they're just uh, buzzing around you can see them through the trees because there's not it's not like tightly packed trees in four or five of them it's so risky (laughs) yeah no seeing them stuck in the mud um and there's like two or three flying two stuck in the mud kind of thing yeah yeah you know thinking that they would struggle to fly i'm gonna hunker down behind that tree and i'm gonna shoot at them with my dad's laser musket so uncock my 44 pistol put it in its little holster adjust my glasses these fuckers are gonna get it (laughs) (laughs) and take out the laser musket i am just going to use it as normal so only consuming two shots just using my five damage dice okay so with the energy weapon i believe it is the perception 
Yep, perception and energy weapon. So 10 is my target number. Ooh, with four successes. Nice. With oh, no, it's not tagged. Two successes. Two successes yeah. is what you needed. You needed because they have a defensive Oh, two. wow. They, <laughs> they're smaller, harder to hit, and not. I didn't add any extra difficulty for the moment because they are kind of like hovering and struggling and not able to fly around sporadically, so you did hit. Wow. With five there. One, two, three, four, five, and it's vicious. Oh, sorry, it's piercing kicks in. Okay, okay. And one more. Nothing, Nothing on that one. So five goes through. As five goes, five damage on the on this attack. You, you use full capacitor to do that? Full no, I just used half. Oh, I, okay. So that's why I only rolled five dice. Oh, nice, so. nice. So with that laser musket, he does have the capability to crank it over and over again. He's got a four, four crank capacitor on this rifle. It didn't take any extra cranks as you... <laughs> Bloatfly splatters uh, in the in midair and <laughs> lands into the mud. Or unless you were targeting the mudded one. Nope, I was targeting the flying one. I was yeah, hoping the yeah. stuck ones there would be easier to deal with. Yeah, yeah. so one one out of the f- uh, five that were there uh, is just <laughs> killed, drops to the ground as the laser just <laughs> right through it. Oh, Dad's trusty laser musket works pretty well. <laughs> like, like, I've been scared to use it until now. I've been using that 44, which is so overpowered for a child. I think. <laughs> Constantly getting black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why the glasses are broke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I imagine we're taking initiatives at this point, or? At that point, I'm going to give them a bit of a, because, like, I'm almost imagining you beside a tree and firing off. And yeah, like, I was, like, peering it's, out. It's very windy in here. So let's do a quick contested stealth versus perception on that. Okay. Um, as the enemy, I will roll first. I believe it states the to kind of do that first. So is um, that a, just a survival roll, then? Uh, for you, and st- you, have, you do have a stealth agility sneak, I think it's referred to. Oh, yeah, there we go. It's Agility. a tag skill for me. Agility sneak. <laughs> nice. I have one action point. Mm. <laughs> my mind, so I would use mind for perception on my creatures. And unless they have an uh, ability that, like, you know, they, they sometimes states that they have a skill that, like, if they don't have any skills, I don't have any. So I'm literally aiming for either a four for the mind. I think we debated this before, too, where yeah. is it mind for perception or the body? perception like you're using your body i think it's i want to say it's mine yeah i I agree so i'm going to just roll two dice here as this wind whips through the forest this the remaining bugs here are gonna try and go for a five or better a four or better sorry i got a 10 and a 19 on the dice so i got no successes i gotta contest that now so as long as you don't get a complication i think you're safe nine double nines which is uh Four successes for me. Oh, th- all right. There's your, there's your <laughs> chance to oh, nice. Now I feel like I'm just dealing out poker chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good hand. Yeah, a good way to uh, build up those action points with shit like that. So um, now I, I got to remember that sneak is my skill. Like I'm almost playing a little rogue here yeah, with, with muskets. Sneak and survival and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So in this moment, initiative isn't started because you've managed to, like, hide, and these things are just whipping around. You see one of them, like, spin to your direction, and there's a get caught by the wind and poof, hit against one of the tree trunks and like, get dazed. And it's just like... <laughs> I'm going to do it again. I'll definitely sell a AP here to pick up another die again. Okay. 
Look at this uh, big bastard. He's buying extra D20s to improve his odds. Oh. With two successes, not a tag skill. i got to keep remembering that. Usually when I attack, that's my tag skill. That's how I build characters. But yeah, uh, two successes, which I believe is what I needed. Yep, yep. Needed a two of defense. And I feel like even lowering the one because there's one dazed one. So you okay. tell me if you were thinking of aiming for the dazed one or a, a fresh one that's kind of flying and not... Not well, dazed. not knowing if he's going to stay dazed, I'd probably have to go for that one. Okay, and taking the opportuni- opportunity to poof, I'm going to give you one more action point back because I feel like his defense, well, you know what? He's still small. He's still small and at a range. Okay. So. And I will buy a damage die, but only using my two shots. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? no, that's, a, that's a good way to not spend more ammo. It's oh no! Action points. Oh, so one and a one, or so two. Okay, with a piercing, which you don't have to worry about with these creatures you've noticed already. <laughs> no DR. There we go. That's better. Nice. Another five spot. Yep, five spot. Nice. And with, I think you had one more damage dice to roll. Piercing. Didn't you? Or you roll three and three for because you had five damage dice. Yeah, it was three and, and three. Bought another one. Nice. Yeah, another five damage because for these creatures, uh, if you get five. I remember this from one of our playthroughs with yeah. the loon. <laughs> yeah, they are slain by any hit which inf- inflicts an injury. And it, if you get five damage, you inflict an <laughs> Just so, barely got yeah, her. The next one, as Daze hits this tree and... <laughs> another one <laughs> drops into the muck. Nice. Two are dead and two are, like, struggling, and it doesn't look like they're getting out anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Peel the meat off them while they're alive. <laughs> and this third one drops... I'm going to give him another contested. I'm going to spend my AP now this time to try and spot you. And if you want to give me another sneak, you can. Or just allow me to see you, I guess. But Oh, you got it. Well, yeah, I only got one. I had a four, and I got one four. <laughs> so, with the contested difficulty of one. I yeah. didn't even get any AP back from that one. <laughs> I'm just going with my two. Oh, oh, double complications! <laughs> wow, that sucks. That's insane. Double complications. Two 20s. Two 20s he rolled on the dice. So in this game, 20s suck and 1s are the best. <laughs> so, There's no way for me to re-roll one of those, eh? Uh, there might be a lo- Check your luck point sheet. Uh, sheet there. Could t- to re-roll something, yeah. I think you can. Misfortune. Throughout the game, you'll be given the opportunity to spend luck points, which will help you get out of sticky situations. Misfortune. You may spend one or more luck points to re-roll dice in a dice pool you roll. You may re-roll 1d20 or up to 3 damage dice by spending one luck point, and you can spend multiple luck points on a roll. Each die may only be re-rolled once. You cannot re-roll a die that has already been re-rolled. You must accept the re-rolled result, even if it is worse than the original roll. I'm going to spend one to eliminate a... Hopefully, unless yeah. I roll three in a row. And you could roll two to eliminate both. <laughs> both <laughs> yes, if you he tells to. me to sell all my luck. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll, just, I'll just do one. Two complications seems like a lot for this guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a weird roll, no? It was. It, was. it felt kind of like... Because my, my dice trays were congested. <laughs> you know if, what? Don't, don't, don't let me tell you, I, you know, don't say I never give you anything. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So it's okay. not a complication, okay. but it's still a shit roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Hopefully that, that's getting out of there. Yeah, that was a really congested dice tray roll. <laughs> you know what? Just because of that. Empty the tray. Yeah. <laughs> it settled in like a fat person sitting down on a lawn chair. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with one of your complications uh, taken away from your sneak attempt, this we can go into an initiative as uh, this bloatfly finally spots you. You don't, or you aren't able to duck behind that same wider tree that you've been hiding behind. And initiative has started. And well, what's your initiative? Fourteen. Fourteen. I think the complication will be that you, as you step behind the tree once again, you're kind of like, I don't think he saw me. I don't think he saw me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so, gee whiz, yeah. so good. Yeah. So role play me that real quick. Like, oh, there's no way, there's no way he saw me. Like, lean out a little bit, and, and it's, it's like, already coming yeah, towards and it's me. Already <laughs> a little bit of piss comes out. <laughs> oh, God, yes. I'm like cranking this thing, getting it ready to go. And we'll have the bloat fly act first to uh, finalize that complication as this larvae or this fly goes and kind of fighting against the wind. He's going to use a minor action to move because of the wind. We'll give him that. So as a major action, uh, he, he's managed to get into a closer range. Um, yeah, because this is a melee attack that he's got. So I'm pretty sure this is close range. It's the only thing I can deduce from that. So, melee close range for yeah. sure. So I don't have any action points because I'm the overseer and I'll never gain action points ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm rolling 2d20. I need a 6 or lower as I shoot a larvae dart at Duper Pulowski. Got oh, it. Got it. One. I got one. You have a defensive only one? I have a defensive one, yeah. Okay. So he I've has... literally never seen higher. Yeah, you have to have a pretty good agility yeah. to get higher, yeah. It's either one or a two, basically, for any character, typically. Um, so I have four damage dice of radioactive physical damage. We can talk about radioactive stuff in a minute if I get any. You got it. One, two, three, four radioactive damage. So four goes through. Radiation damage. Radiation damage is applied differently than other damage types. Each point of radiation damage after reduction for the location's radiation DR reduces a character's maximum health points rather than their current health points. If a character's health point maximum is reduced below their current health point total, then their current HP are reduced as well. Radiation damage is only reduced by a target's radiation damage resistance according to the location hit. If the radiation would affect the whole body, like an environmental effect, then use the character or creature's lowest locational radiation DR. In all cases, where a character would suffer radiation damage and another type of damage at the same time, resolve the radiation damage after any other types of damage. Okay, so four damage, physical, and two of it is radioactive. Watch out! Radioactive, radioactive man. man! So that's six <laughs> damage that comes off me then. Um, it says it's totaled and added after. So if each of those points counts as a damage as well, oh, that would be six total okay, damage. If but I'm, but uh, radioactive damage, isn't it takes it off of your max health. That's the defense. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're well, not fuck. <laughs> Which you can regain using right away and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to roll for location. 
the radioactive uh, torso. So you got DR on Yes! <laughs> Not for radiation, but physical no. DR of one. Of one. So that cuts your damage down to three physical damage taken. And the two radioactive will uh, act. Come off my maximum? Come off your maximum. So I'm going to write 11 here now. So I can only heal one after being attacked. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with that, that's all I can do. Um, I don't have any action points to buy additional actions, so it is your turn. So I guess I'd have to, I'd have to use my minor action to swap to my 44 pistol because the laser musket is a medium um, distance weapon. Yeah, and you can fire with it, but you'd just be adding difficulty to your attack. No, I'll use my action to switch. Okay. I don't even want to roll those damn dice anymore. <laughs> we'll just clear this out. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep going with them. There's lots of D20s kicking around. No, nope. <laughs> you do feel like switching. These are the fallout ones. Then, yeah, just pulling out that 44, you see his little weak wrist. Hold <laughs> 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 it and get it into place, shaking. <laughs> and what is that? That's a crit, eh? Yep, that is a crit. So it doesn't. Oh, it does matter because it's not a tag skill. So you still get two. Uh, successes if you roll a one in this game. Yeah, and nine would be my other one, so I, I've only got the successes I needed to hit this thing, actually. Nice, nice. With the 44. Yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> the 44, with the vicious, hopefully getting the vicious scenario out of this. So it's six, so I'll go three and three again. Ooh, I got my vicious. Only one damage so far. One, two, three... So four with the vicious, which inflicts plus one damage for each effect. So five damage goes through again. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so with this forty-four, <laughs> <you> like, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud. Yeah, and this one definitely <laughs> blows apart. The other two look like you could do something with the meat. This one, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> It just reminds me of playing 7 when you use the 44. It's so loud. You can hear it from wherever you are when somebody else is shooting. And as the wind it's like picks up massively, it almost pushes you closer, and it triggers that effect to just push it. And then the wind blasts, <laughs> blasts all the meat in your face. And you have oh, one encounter. <laughs> and then just like that, uh, that toolbox I picked up that I dug out of that mongrel dog, um, is there any kind of a knife in there? Like, because I just want to kind of coup de gras those two bloatflies that are stuck in the mud. Well, I have a tire iron. <laughs> just ding, ding. Yeah, I, I'd say like, yeah, you have what it takes to do to do that with those things. Their their wings are covered in muck, and you have plenty of time as you walk up to them. You see them just like, if that's what you're choosing to yeah. do. Yeah, they're. They're, uh, they're stuck pretty deep, and the more they struggle, the more they, they sink down. And you can actually feel in certain places where you have to, like, oh, 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 shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Watch where you're stepping, too, but you find, you manage to find uh, some, some mossy clumps that gets you close enough to Like, to break it. a stick and throw it to stand on, too, for a little bit more of a base. Yeah. And then, yeah, just stink, stink. Getting these and trying to get the meat off of them, because I feel like I'd get more out of them than the laser pistol left or the... Well, the 44 left nothing. Butchery. Scavengers can butcher a dead bloatfly with a successful endurance plus survival test with a difficulty of zero. This yields one portion of bloatfly meat and one uncommon material. Okay, so does this work for both of them if I'm trying to just do it all together? Yeah, we can, um, 
Let's do it separately. Okay. So you make uh, four total. How many more twenties can I come up with here? <laughs> Ooh, a crit. Crit, okay. And yeah. I think ten, so that's uh, two successes. Okay, so that's still action point gainers. Another one. With a Ooh, with a twenty and a nineteen on the other one, so one is salvageable. The next one, we'll just say like if you're rolling a twenty on this sort of thing, it's like you don't get any meat from it. Okay, that'll be the quick complication. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Man, that's incredible. <laughs> I haven't rolled this bad since I first started smoking weed. <laughs> okay, so what did I? What do I get from me? Just like one. Uh, one. You can roll that uh, two more tests actually. Oh, okay. Difficult zero tests. Uh, it's two successes. Tag skill survival. No successes. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Your action pool is as as racking up with those ones too. So you came away with two portions of meat and two uncommon material. Oh, this should do nicely as he takes that uh, uncommon material. I picture him a little bit of a crafter. Would he be using uh, survival for that? Yep. Oh, no, or like, sci- depending on what it is, I guess, right? Yeah, oh, for crafting stuff. Yeah. Um, depending, I think for most uh, things, you'd have to get a crafting table of some sort. You oh, okay. Have to tables to really make stuff. Yeah, this will work quite nicely as he puts the uncommon material in his bag, which is getting pretty full, I think. I almost <laughs> wonder what that is, like the wings or like... Like the stinger, maybe it's the, sharp or something? Yeah. Like, I guess they wouldn't even have a stinger. They're, like, shooting shit out of their ass. Oh, it's out of their ass. <laughs> yeah, well, they, always, they always have that humped look, and they're like... So you could cut it off and use it to, like, make cakes <laughs> got and decorate with icing out of <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, he got like... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Here's the finishing touches here. <laughs> It'll work perfectly for mum's cake. <laughs> so after defeating this bloat, these bloat flies stuck in the muck, you realize that this section of forest, yeah, is... And, you're, and you have to, like, grab on to... If you're low, the wind kind of whips over top of you, but as soon as you stand up again, you kind of have to hold on to a, a tree in the near, you know, nearby you to, like, steady yourself. And you have to start watching your step by the looks of it here mm-hmm. as um, your speed has also slowed to, uh, to pers- uh, keep going. And yeah, I'm going to keep trucking. I'm probably, like, keep my eye out for, like, a nice stick... A walking stick, something so I can keep low but keep my balance at the same time. Okay. Give me a perception survival test of uh, probably just one, I would give that. Uh, that's not happening. Okay, yeah. There's no <laughs> sticks. Like There's just the, like the pine needle shit. Yeah, Ow, really I don't like that. Weak stuff that keeps busting off the tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and as you keep making your way deeper and deeper into this forest, navigating... Your pace is slow to do to this section. It's just a little swampy and whatnot. And um, roll me one d6, and if you don't get a face on it, then you're good. Okay. Hooray. <laughs> as those are little encounter checks as we move along. <laughs> okay. Little random encounter checks. So as time goes by, you're, you're slugging along, and I think you can spend uh, action points or, or, or luck to speed this up if you wish, but... Alongside buying extra d20s, obtaining information, taking additional actions, and adding extra damage, one can reduce time with action points. You can reduce time with two action points. Action points from a successful test can allow the test to take less time to complete when time is important. Spending two AP halves the amount of time a test takes to attempt. 
And this would be speaking to another endurance survival test to navigate the woods and, and get through there and whatnot. It, uh, yeah, I'll spend them. Okay, Just a couple AP spent. Yep. What, would, what would have taken you an hour's time to get to this next check? Um, or, so roll me an endurance survival test. It's going to take half the time to accomplish, but the difficulty is still three, as this muddy, ooh, this muddy aspect to it is. Uh, ooh, spending, spending another one to get a d20 in his hand. Yes, four successes. Nice, get that AP back. That's, <laughs> how, you, that's how you roll. So as this endurance, you know, you're just a slog, slog, slog. Half an hour goes by. You start to make your way out of this mucky section of the woods, and the and the wind is starting to get blocked by the thicker and thicker trees as you get deeper in. And um, roll me two d6s this time. A face. One face. Roll me perception survival. Just a difficulty of... Yeah, a difficulty of two. Two. Nice, you got the natural one. It's a tag skill, so it's just two anyways. Okay, sweet, sweet is you. Look, I've hit a few crits and a yeah. lot of 20s. Like it's, <laughs> it's fucking feast or famine over here <laughs> in Duper Pulowski's world. So with your perception of things, you're, you're able to keep making your way in the right direction. The sun is, is, is getting lower and lower, and it's getting darker and darker in here. And you hear somewhere through the trees just like movement like something is walking amongst the cracking branches you can't see where it is um you have a general direction of it and it's in front of you but i'll say like to the left of your current um direction does it sound like normal footsteps or it sounds to you like normal footsteps you can make a perception just a general, another perception survival test to add to the depth. And it can just be, it can be difficulty zero. What's four successes? Four successes, nice. Adding to your pool. Check, check uh, it jack, out. Jacking it up. <laughs> you stop for a moment. You're used to taking it easy and watching what's before you before moving forward. And as you wait and watch, the footsteps become... Uh, more clear and you can make out a second set of footsteps and what looks like uh, bright orange vests uh, through the cracks of the trees as they progress. They don't look like they're coming towards you but they do look like they're, uh, they're, they're about to move like past you but like at a medium range if you will. I think I'm going to hold on my uh, I'm going to use my stealth to like hide and listen. Okay. Let's see if I can hear any conversation or just follow them to where they're going kind of thing. Okay. Okay. With you my are. with my high trust in everybody. Okay. Uh, make me an agility sneak, and I'll hold on to your successes. Spending this bountiful action points. <laughs> I almost want to do another one, but I still my agility is pretty good. Still a seven. With another 20. And a 19 sitting on there, too. Um, so I got two successes, but also a complication. Okay. I'm just going to eat it. Okay. Okay. So as you wow. wait. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. As you wait. <laughs> you wait and, and watch for a while. Um, you begin to see that 
there are two humanoids in bright orange, like, hunting vests moving through the forest kind of aimlessly. They look like they're, they don't, they don't look armed, like you can't see rifles on them. And they manage to get close enough to you and they don't even seem to be paying their general surroundings any mind as they're just like, and they don't, uh, they don't, they don't look feral either. They look like they're fully dressed, uh, almost as if they were indeed out here hunting in their, in their shit, but they're not armed and they're like aimlessly walking in a general direction quite directly if that if that makes any sense like it's they make efforts to keep going a specific direction and with that complication (laughs) (laughs) i'll add that as you're you know those 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 cinematic moments where you're waiting waiting and then something like triggers yeah um you kind of step back and then you're like moving yourself around the, a tree and you go to dodge across another tree and you have to make me an agility athletics check with a difficulty of three. Oh, so with two, there's no way unless I crit. <sighs> Gotta try. Gotta try. Spending another action point to get that extra d20. Agility athletics. It's nine I'm looking for. Oh, one, one janked. That's pretty janked. What do you think? Reroll Roll that ten. Okay, <laughs> five. <laughs> what that ten? I mean, it's leaning. It's leaning. It is. It's. It's leaning. I gave you one already. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the ten this time. I'll like save. I'll save sympathy for something more serious. I feel like you could add major by d20s so there are um ways to being like can i re-roll that i'm like i'm down on luck points but can i re-roll that and i'd be like well gift you ap yeah you could gift me ap or you could spend your own ap which i'll which instead of because luck points are typically what you would spend it on and they're a bit harder to come by. So I'd say you can give me two or you can take three of your own. Oh, I was going to be like one or two of my own. Um, gift you two or three of my own. No, fuck it. I'm taking the complication. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the fail. Take, taking the fail? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And <laughs> you step back and there's a trigger line across a couple of the trees <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the <laughs> as a log swings your way oh <laughs> as I roll oh man four nothings oh Bob. I'm gonna roll f- I was gonna roll five nothings wow five nothings for damage that's almost as bad as 2d20 <laughs> <laughs> no shit no shit I okay as this this log comes releases down it um, clips you just at, in one of your left legs, not causing any damage, but makes left you... Left s- arm. Oh, left arm, sorry. That's even better, because as it comes by, and like clips your arm, spins you around, and drops you prone, and you're like... Phew. Like it was meant for a full-grown person, and like I just yeah. was able to move my head out of the way? Yeah. Or you've stepped in such a... Because like, even plays into two successes out of three, too, right? Yeah. Like where clips you, spins you around, you land prone, and as the log like swings back, as it loses momentum, it dangles over top of your body as you lay in the, gr- and the leafy mud <laughs> below you. Canadian white pine is Canada's salute to a higher standard of living. 
to better and more enduring homes, to industry and its manifold applications, a thousand outlets that unite to make this world of ours a finer and a happier place in which to live. Thus ends the story of Canadian pine, a story that chronicles the happenings of timber on its route from Canada's broad acres to the high road of the sea. In other lands, through years to come, Canadian white pine will lend its durability and its quality to the moulding of the human race, Canada's contribution to the better things of life. All right, so with Duper, with his back to the mud, this log trap has stopped and is hovering over top of you. All the while you can hear the crunch, crunch, crunch of footsteps, almost like leaving your area. I'm just going to try and pull myself out of the mud and try and keep up and follow them again, um, being as quiet as I can. Okay, okay. Seeing where these guys head to. All right, give me a agility sneak test of difficulty two. Action point spent. Action point spent. This should be. <laughs> I get six uh, successes, so four come back, <laughs> three come back, I guess. Fills right back up on that action. That roll. was a good roll. <laughs> Eight, five, four. Yeah. <laughs> With a difficult, like what I'm aiming for there is a 10 as well. Oh, no. Yeah, 10. Refusing to buy any or <laughs> to buy any action points or buy a re-roll to give me action points. <laughs> I can see what kind of game we're going to You know play. what? I'm just going to give you one. Oh, what? That'll be a gift from me to the DM here. Yes. Pretty sure I can do that. I spend it right away. No. <laughs> Attack! <laughs> so, as you start to follow these two, what look to be ghoul hunters, they you finally get a, a clock on them to where like, you're succeeding at being very sneaky, and you're gaining this knowledge that they're paying nothing any mind, even as as far as like they get stuck in the mud and just like pulls it out and just keeps going. And I don't see them with any weapons. And they don't see any rifles on their backs or nothing. No. Um, I am looking for a place to camp out as it's it's getting late and like it's getting dark. I was hoping that they'd go back to their camp so I could see if they're any good. But at this point in time. I'm going to, I'm going to approach them. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. As you call out to them, they one of them one of them stops, doesn't turn, but kind of like does like a, a a fighting almost like a. It seems to be fighting within its own head to like turn to see you, but it's it's getting strangely pulled in. The direction it's it's headed, and they just keep walking and walking. Ooh. And as you, <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> and you've almost had to like double back a little bit to continue to follow them. And as you do, like follow them a little bit, you see off in the distance. It's now I'm going to say like that test. Maybe another half hour to an hour goes by. We'll call it a half hour as you like observe them. Finally, finally approach them. It's getting, it's like dark now. It's not like full midnight dark, but it is, the sun is set and between the trees and everything, it's, it's proper dark now. So your surroundings 
are closing in on you a little bit with that. And as you're worried about where the hell you're going to camp for the night, you've kind of, you know, made it more difficult for yourself to make a shelter or make a fire because now you have to, like, fight in the darkness. Mm -hmm. You see a glimmer of light down, like, a little uh, trail, almost, of trees. And because of the darkness around you, you're able to eye lantern light or firelight or candlelight of some sort within the structure that like it seems to cube out instead of like trunks of trees it's it's cubed out so it's quite far away but there is some flickering light into something that resembles a structure in the distance in the far distance and does this seem to be the direction that they're headed no no they're going a different direction do i have a rope and they're almost headed back south and you're headed kind of and this is, is kind of like an easterly direction. We don't have a rope. I think we established you had something because of the the last, you wanted to make that uh, trap for oh, the Oh, that's right. And I think you spent, I think that might have been one of your luck points. Okay. That you spent, that you definitely have rope. And I'll call it like, I'm going to call it like 100 feet of like climbing rope okay. or something. And I think those actually come available in longer lengths than that, but... We'll save, we'll save mechanically, it's 100 feet of rope. Marking where this is, I'm going to tie a, tie a loop and then tie one end to the tree as well and run and I'm going to loop, I'm going to throw the rope and try and loop it over one of these guys and see what happens when they get uh, like stuck at the end of this rope. Okay, okay. So as you do this and you, and you get close enough to them, they're very, like... Their attention to you is, like, non-existent. There's something else driving them to walk, and you're able to just, like, loop it over them and, like, tighten it up. And as the uh, rope goes taut, the other one just keeps walking, and the other one stops and, like, like, dragging its feet in the mud to try and force its way forward. And in in this moment, it's not not, uh, attempting anything different. Uh, and like just being like super curious about this. Like I've never seen anything like this before, obviously. No, no. And these like, are you getting a really close look at these guys? And they're like, you've seen ghouls before and you've seen feral ghouls before. Feral ghouls don't typically dress in full hunter's gear or some like some version of it, if you know what I mean. So like feeling like there's some other kind of manipulation at play here. And I'm like really start thinking about this. So like, like I already have my glasses on. You see me kind of rub them, clean them off from all the debris and shit that's on there. Like, what's going on with these guys? Sometimes when people are confused, you know, they get that big slap. Um, and I'll I'll take the tire iron and just like light lightly, but just kind of like ding, give them a hit with it. Okay, um, <laughs> to the head. Right. Okay. Like trying to see if it knocks some sense back into this thing or what's going on here. Okay. Okay, as you take this tire iron and strike this ghoul over the head, you get a good glance at their eyes as they look like a glassy reflection that goes dark and even possible color as if back to normal for a very short time. (laughs) (laughs) You get a glimmer of, of this normal eyes come back to them. And they look at you and they look all confused for a short moment before they go, like their eyes kind of roll back into their head and it turns glassy again and starts to like 
want to move forward. Even as far as he like felt the rope and maybe even grabbed at it for a, a small tick and wasn't able to say anything before. It was like, Ugh, and they go back into its trance-like state. This is too fucked up. Maybe they're uh, like just thinking out loud to myself as I've come accustomed to. <laughs> just maybe they're from that place over there. So I'll just leak, leave that guy tied to the rope, tied to the tree. Okay. <laughs> like if nothing else, uh, the death claw will have to spend some time eating this thing before it comes after me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, start making my way uh, back towards uh, that light. Okay. Okay. As you move closer and closer to this this light, um, you're starting to see what looks like a proper like shed or like um, hunt cabin, like a small cabin in the woods. Very small, like a hunter's cabin, if you will. I don't know what type of knowledge Duper has of such things, but it's like a square log structure. And as you do, make me a perception survival check with a difficulty of three. <sighs> There's not a lot of difficulty twos in my game, apparently. <laughs> as you heard me sigh on the microphone. Don't worry, all these difficulty three tests are gaining. Oh, with no successes and those three die. Oh, Randy, you're breaking my balls here. You're getting pretty close to this thing, and you're like like 30 feet away before you step onto a, what would you call it? Not a dead deadfall trap? No, deadfall would mean deadfall is falling on you. I guess so at like this point the only word that mattered yeah. <laughs> was a fucking trap. Yeah. So you you land your, your foot onto, uh, it gives way underneath loose, uh, thin branches and twigs as you fall into this pit trap. And as you do, you you fall onto a number of spikes that are at the bottom. God damn it. Um, if you get five damage or better, then you'll get an injury. As you fall into this pit trap, seven damage with an injury. To where? Oh, almost. The, oh, torso. <laughs> torso. Okay, so six nice. damage goes through. Still an injury, okay, though. Okay, six damage goes through, impaling part of your torso, and you realize this pit is like a twelve feet deep or better. Like it's a deep pit. I'm re- I'm looking really bad right now. How bad? Well, I've got four HP left. Four <laughs> HP. Yeah. Okay. Give me a. <laughs> Endurance survival test of, we're going to say four. Difficulty four? Yeah. Yeah. Buying two D20s. Yeah. I'm not messing around this time. (laughs) With ten's my number, that's four successes. Nice. Nice. Oh, fuck. Four successes make it as you're able to stay conscious as you reach the pit. This, This, like... Uh, crudely carved spikes in the bottom of this pit, you look over and barely are able to see like the silhouette of other bones in 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 this bottom of this pit. You can make a difficulty zero intelligence medicine check if you wish. I will. Ooh, three and a 19. Uh, not a tag skill, so I get one success. Nice. That goes into the action pool as you look around at the bones and you're like, ah, you're, you, you tell me how. Oh, oh, I think there's like a stick through yeah, me. Like with yeah. four HP left, yeah. six damage. Yeah. 
like something's through my side, like yeah. not piercing an organ, but I know I'm in trouble kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. You're stuck down there to, yeah. to more or less. <laughs> How does that sound? Not good. <laughs> no, I not mean like uh, role playing wise. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, I wish my dad was here. Oh. You know, he still like refers. I think it's been years, like if not more years without him than he actually had him and with the vague memories he has, but like. He always refers back because he's got nobody. Oh, God. Oh, he, like, looks down. Oh, oh and he, he won't look at it anymore as he's kind of looking away with the stake kind of through his side. Like, he's got to try and pull himself off of this thing. Okay. As gross as that is. <laughs> okay, give me a... I'm going to call it a strength or maybe an endurance athletics. Does that sound right? You're enduring yeah, the pain yeah. while getting it and off And using you? your strength to lift yourself off. Yeah. And How many difficulties? Athletics. Ooh, that's pretty difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that would really hurt. And you might be taking some more damage die if you fail. So I'm going to call it a, a, a difficulty of four. Holy shit. You know what? I'll call it a difficulty of three, but with a complication range of 18, 19, or 20. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is Comex? Uh, Comex? Just wondering if that would help me in this situation at all. I love the idea of being like, this is the Comex commercial. <laughs> yeah. What is Comex? <laughs> but it just shows a child with a stick through his <laughs> stomach. Yeah. It didn't do shit. <laughs> Comex, a light tranquilizer used to calm the nerves. It isn't potent enough to function as a painkiller. But a dose can quiet anxieties and fears, keeping panic from disturbing delicate activities. Hmm. Well, I've got to try and get out. So difficulty three, endurance athletics. So not a tag skill for me. I would have to nail all three dice for this to work. <laughs> and, then, and then what? You know, I'm still in this <laughs> hole. Um, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Okay, trying another d20. Roll that three, switching up d20s. Oh, oh we got a one on the yeah. new d20. One, but nine was my target number, so I've only got two. Wait, was it nine? Yeah, athletics, endurance, nine. That's not a bad number to shoot for. I know. It's still fail. <laughs> <laughs> only one success. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> As you lift yourself, ah, 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 like the, uh, the um, spike breaks ever so slightly due to your weight kind of shifting and moving because they're not like they're just like crudely made and stuck in the ground at the bottom so as you lift up and it kind of and you can't get yourself up all the way so you have to like release your body weight and it cracks and bends and does three more damage to you then with one damage left i've got nothing so i just load up the 44 and fire shot into the air see if anybody uh, is around oh okay. good or bad i've got nothing okay and i can't risk trying to save myself again i'll die in here right as you fire a shot into the air you've spent one ammo to do so and in desperation and you have to wait and you wait a little bit more and you wait and give me a endurance survival with a difficulty of three spending this action points oh man faster than i can make them now <laughs> With six successes. And six successes? Totally yeah. I said three? Yeah. <laughs> nice. As you uh, get back into your action pool, you have to wait, like, a long time. I'm going to say another hour. 
like cupping the blood. Keep yeah. pressure on it. Keep pressure on it. I yeah. remember that. And, and thankfully, it is such that, like, yeah, maybe it's missing organs, obviously, or else you'd be in way worse shape. Yeah. <laughs> and you're waiting there, and like so much pain building up, and you're reflecting on maybe some of aspects to your to your past. What might that be looking like? Um, thinking like the last time I was like closed off by myself, uh, pondering death. It was like when my parents, like my dad, told me to run and hide. I got into this this Pulaski fucking uh, survival chamber, closed the doors, and it like brings back all that anxiety of me being by myself. But I'm not. I wasn't pondering my death. I was pondering his at that moment, and just you know wondering what actually happened to him because all I did was find stuff from him at that point, like phasing in and out of consciousness. You know, with one HP. Like, I'm very close to death. Yeah. <laughs> closer, with, with, uh, closer than I'm comfortable with, so, for sure. So you do have one injury to your torso as well, just a, a good note. But not to interrupt the flashback with the uh, mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and just just the hiding in there, and you see, like, tears come up, and they're pooling in my big glasses. Yeah. And, and, and all the while outside the preservation chamber is like... Laser gun fighting. Yeah, and maybe even like synth voices and shit like that, or who yeah. knows what it was. Like, yeah. get them, they're over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even at some point, somebody's shaking, shaking the door to get in, but they can't and they give up and run away. All the while, you're fucking terrified inside. And as you snap back into your current situation, you can give yourself a luck point back for this little flashback. Dude, and I'm going to need this. You hear this. Uh, what sounds like little jet propulsion flying around as it hovering as this uh, robot now is at the top of the pit. You see a uh, a dark green, almost very silhouetted now to like the moonlight above him as you look up it up to the top of the pit. The the three are like a single uh, ocular eye pokes out first, and you hear this. Well, hell, look at I got myself here. <laughs> what are you doing down there, little guy? You ain't no animal. No, I'm for sure not. I could really use some help here. Gee, that's not what I set up my traps for. Let me help you out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you set that other trap too, then? Well, well, this is my home. Of course I set traps. Is he like... Slowly lowers down into the trap with his propulsion. I'm gonna. I need some help. I'm very close to fading in and out. (laughs) (laughs) As you fade out and blink a few, he's like, Yeah, you look a little banged up. Banged up. Banged up. Get me out of here, please. Sure, just hold on. Hold on tight, baby. You want to bite on this? Kink. <laughs> <laughs> takes off one of the stick spikes and sticks to your mouth. Pulls you up. Ripping you, or not ripping you, but like, you know, as gently as a robot could probably empathize to, it just like lifts you up off of this spike and it breaks off and still stuck to you. And he goes, oh, well, uh, we could deal with that back at the shed. At the shed. <laughs> and he can tell that there's something a little wrong, like mechanically wrong with the with the robot. But he 
this a little shot of uh, propulsion to get you up and out of the hole. And you, and he starts to make his way towards the flickering light with you uh, draped in his arms with like a uh, what looks like maybe the end of a flamer, just guiding the way. It's gently lit as it lights the way back back to this uh, shed. <laughs> And like with my last bit of consciousness, just uh, asking him, you didn't have some other guys with you, did you? Well, I don't know what you mean by other guys. Maybe <laughs> some fellow hunters, possibly. I seen a couple weird look in their eyes. Well, I don't know anything about that, but well, I'll get you fixed up. Maybe you just ain't thinking right. Thinking right. <laughs> and like, I honestly, he'd probably like give up, just like <laughs> post his head to the side and. Either this guy's going to cut him up or he's going to heal him. Either way, he's not going to be able to fight him. So <laughs> Wakes up with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, little fella. We'll get you fixed up right, right, right. As your vision drifts off and you end up just kind of like giving in to the help that you've received and uh, passing out. However you've decided to consume our content, whether that be strictly in audio form here on the podcast or experiencing us in full color on our Twitch or YouTube channels, we thank you for supporting the show. Remember to leave a rate and review when you can and come say hi sometime during a live stream. Hit those follow and subscribe buttons and never miss an episode. There's lots to look forward to and we can't wait to see how it all plays out. <laughs>